Hey everybody, welcome to the second podcast of The Great Venture. We are going to be talking with James, aka JT, about Facebook, Fortnite, Mixer's Spark System being axed, and other projects that we have coming up here out in PAX West, and our visit we plan on having at the SEMA Car Show in 2019 here out in Las Vegas. All right, here we go. So what do you want to jump into first between Crazy Rich Fortnite Kid, Asteroid, Facebook, Mixer. I think, I think Fortnite would probably be, Fortnite and Asteroid would probably be the quickest ones as far as time goes on them, uh, time spent on them. I, I could see us spending more time on Facebook. And then the Mixer thing, I think we would probably spend the most time on. That would be my guess. All right, then walk into it. I don't know if you want to uh, go Do in that you, order baby. or if you just want to mix it or. This is all improv. Structures at a minimum. If your podcast has structure, you don't know how. Loser. I don't, I, I don't work with that structure. And I'm here to freaking melt your brain off. So, did you guys hear about that <clears throat> So, yeah. So, yeah, the asteroid thing's not. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't understand how a scientist literally to who, whatever news organization reached out to them was just like, oopsies. Whoops. We missed a yep. big rock that would have destroyed our lives. It's kind of funny they don't uh, dime off what scientists, what agency it was. They just say scientists revealed. Who? Yeah. Who fucked up on this? I, I, I am very curious on just the exact process of what they actually go through every day on monitoring rocks coming at our rock. Like, what is it like a big game of Asteroid, but just like maximized to like 8,000? That one, that one got through. That's just like, I, I don't know even what that would consist of. Like how many cameras are tracking rocks? How many cameras are track? Like, I can only imagine maybe the, even the lack of funding that there is to be spotting asteroids. That could be a big portion of it. That definitely could be a big portion of it. Because what I mean, it was think... like 427 feet wide. That's honest to God, not that big. Until it smacks. It might Earth. not be that big until it hits when it has over 30 times the energy of Hiroshima. A nuke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. When nukes blow up, it's scary. Well, yeah, well, just the fact that it would have, like, wiped, like, imagine that thing made impact, destroyed, like, a million people instantly. They're all dead. How Earth itself, like, the population of human beings on it would have interacted, like, reacted to something like that. Like, all of a sudden, Trump's space program doesn't look stupid. People are just like, oh, my God, we're getting killed by space. I just figured it was, like, a nuke just going off and, like, Boston. That's more than just a city. 30 times the energy of the atomic bomb at Hiroshima. That's more than just a city. That's, well, it, that's it vaporizes the city because only 100,000 people died instantly at Hiroshima. Now you just have instantaneous million people dead. Imagine the disturbance of everything. <laughs> and where does it hit? That's, that's the big thing. If it hits on land, okay, you know, all the cities around that. If it hits in the water, now you're talking tsunami the, stuff. The tsunamis on both sides of the planet let's just hope it doesn't hit the golf of new mexico or holy golf of new mexico the golf of mexico <laughs> yeah can't ruin that golf N new orleans is super done yeah and Galveston. Well, new orleans is done with almost a category one hurricane yeah they can't really handle too much of a puddle let alone an asteroid so yeah that was i think 15 miles a second i mean was it getting a gallon though is my real question <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that thing. Yeah, 
that's just I don't think anyone's because I'm still paranoid of the whole Yellowstone thing. Like, when is the mega volcano gonna blow up? Mount St. Helens. No, no, no. Like the Yellowstone Park's supposed to get like turned into like yeah Kentucky Fried Chicken soon. I don't want to be anywhere near that. That's why I don't want to be on the West Coast. Not really that, that bad. Just Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just yeah. clarify. Like, clarification. I do not <laughs> want millions of people to die. Segway from, from asteroids to Fortnite, since Fortnite maps get blown up by asteroids. Uh, yeah, that kid went in $2 million, whatever it was. $3 million. $3 million. 15-year-old. Like, I don't know what you do going to school the next day. Whatever the hell you want. Do you even go to school? Uh, I go homeschool, I think. Yeah, just buy whatever. You're gonna have, uh, you're gonna have all those kids. You want. Yeah, like I'm going homeschool. I don't want to hang around. Okay, but since he's 16, I wonder if that has to be if there's any stipulation that it has to be put into a trust or his parents have to manage it for him. There's got to be some legal. There's, there's got to the be some verbal. Parents have screwed kids over that you know the, the kids made the money. But oh, the I would. Parents had control of it. And oh, you you have me on uh, half a million dollars on back allowances. Thanks, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Let me uh, slip that on over my way. Yeah, I would probably. If I'm the parent, I'm probably snagging a cool six figures off of that as a parent tax. Yeah. Like, listen here, bud. We're not we're not claiming this money. I'm not even claiming you as a real human being if you don't freaking cough some of that over. I just like what that does to the PUBG community. I mean, what Fortnite brings, crap on it all you want, it brings money to the table. Uh, PUBG, uh, what are you doing over there, bud? Even well, it's I mean, more money than even like uh, the CS:GO tournaments and stuff. That's that was huge money. Well, I mean, COD they bring money, but that's more of a multiplayer team on team thing. For those world championships halo same thing and those yeah that's all being divvied out to you know multiple players on a team this was three million for one person to win and, and not only that i mean look at the, the second third fourth fifth place people they still got a grip yeah the purse was great it was like an honest to god open i don't remember the last purse i looked at for one of the uh, golf opens but they're they're a lot and it, it was right there with it so it said uh, Epic Games' parent company doled out $10 million in cash during the first round with another $30 million going to the game's top players during the weekend. I could pay for a couple lunches. I, I, would, I would happily just attend it. I would walk away as the game launched. AFK dropped at the end, get wiped, and just like, I don't, I don't care. So now that you see this, this big purse for uh, Fortnite competition, are we going to see a bunch of PUBG people move over to Fortnite to try to get some of that uh, get some of that green. Streamers kind of fall in an interesting realm with that, though. And it also depends on the platform you play, the platform you stream on. But this was an open tournament. Anybody could try to qualify for it. It's tricky. And if PUBG, if people have that that desire to do esports and competitions and stuff, and PUBG well, is they not claim they do bringing they claim that much money. Do. Yeah, you're you're getting clowned over here by some 15 year old. Every single every single person on 98% of the PUBG platform that streams that looks like a clown. You have a 15 year old that's out like out earning you on, on in every single way possible. He's in top 10 for highest uh, earnings in esports for a single event, or actually I think just for a solo player. 
I, I, I don't know That's what crazy. Like, honest to god conversation you could have in a negative format about Fortnite at that point. Like, not what, now. What do you not, not when you're talking about that much money. That's just no. that's crazy. Money moves. So like, what are you doing? Uh, hey, but maybe we get some sparks out of it. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, what what does sparks do to monetization? Not only monetization for Mixer. Now that that's gone, there's not really Nothing a clear. Now. There's not a clear segue on when ads are coming in. What does that do to your your viewership now? It's gonna be interesting. I was, I was talking with somebody the other day, and their their hope was that with the monetization of sparks going away that it starts to bring people back to smaller streams. Now you don't have those people just sitting in spark farms trying to uh, load up to dole out to well, people. My thing in the beginning was those pe those quote unquote people, those are just accounts of those people that are already watching those people. So, I mean, those were just burner accounts to begin with. I mean, it's Some not like, you, sure. it's, it's not like you're, you're walking into Monster Cat's uh, chat room and there's 80 million people and they're just duking it out with some sort of philosophical lesson in the chat space. <laughs> like it was just, they're just farm accounts. Oh, there was so, definitely a lot of farm accounts because of that to uh, to just try to get as many sparks as you can so that you can reach that top tier. And you, can, and you can't blame people farming. Like I, I hated just seeing the constant dialogue of, how can people do this? There, there's no, money involved. I mean, yeah, there's no you way know? you can blame them for it. I mean, Mixer put it out there for them and they took advantage of it the best way they could. Yep. You know, that's, there's, yeah no fault of, of them for trying to get what they can out of it yeah i mean people that are crying about it going away now they they kind of need to suck it up and uh figure out what they're doing because mixer told them this wasn't gonna last forever in the first place i just wish mixer would have had that ad platform brought into place to subsidize what was coming in or what was leaving with the sparks just to show me I some sort of organization in that format i can see it as somebody who might benefit from the ads Yes, you would want that so that you can actually still have some other type of support for your stream if that's what you're doing for a living. Well, this so, is what Mixer was bragging about. This is what all the Mixer as partners viewer, bragged about. I don't want to see ads. I, I don't want them. I hate them on Twitch. I don't, I don't want to see them. Well, ever since the YouTube stuff, I love ads. Ever since we, the channel became partner, <laughs> I see an ad on YouTube and I'm just like, woo, two pennies, baby. <laughs> so ads make i just yeah i have a biased opinion on ads now being someone that can have some sort of revenue from ads but they're a necessary like, evil yes but like everyone this is one of the major props to several surveys that have been done by several folks on what was the biggest thing that drove mixers popularity at that time and it was sparks like being able to monetize and pay out streamers in sparks and now it's gone. So now it's like, well, okay, you guys are twitched. Oh, you're just a baby twitch. You're literally, you have your your embers. Yeah, it else? definitely probably brought quite a few people over to it to see it so they could try to grab some of that. Uh, some of that spark money. Some baby. of that spark money. I mean, it's the same thing during the mixer matchups when you had all that free money rolling around for people that were grinding out the, the game. The mixer matchups things, though, at least that was some type of competition. There was some... Sparks are a competition. Not so much. I mean, you can leave your browser sitting open and just sit it on the stream hey, and just collect. How, how organized can you get? How organized can you get? I think that how was the competition. With how many browser windows you can have open and and other folks doing it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's that's it's like building a, a political party. A little pyramid scheme there. Yeah, it's great. 
Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I understand why people are like tell are telling the like those five k to 10, 15 k streamers to shut up and get over it. But it's not like Microsoft is a great platform on like Mixer is a great platform to get subs compared to Twitch. Twitch with Amazon at least has an easier route to get subs with the Prime. And that's one thing that people Still have waiting been on... clamoring for Microsoft to do something. Have Mixer Pro give a free sub, you know, each month. Or Show me your invest. Game Pass or something. Some yeah. some type of incentive for subscriptions and stuff. I think Microsoft. I think Mixer needs that. Yeah, like Microsoft, this isn't Zune Marketplace. Like we need you to come forward and show that this is a long-term route of success. Yeah. For the love of God, plug in this up. They have affiliate, and I think that, I mean, with Mixer bringing out monetization for non-partnered streamers, I think that's the beginning stages of their own affiliate-style program. What the terms of it will be, if they're just going to open it to everybody who, day one, they can start streaming and get subs on their account or if I bet there's like a two month thing requirements. if you remember how the Ember program was released of people in stages one of the first requirements was two months so I bet some sort of there's some sort of template in that that Mixer takes out and props on the uh, affiliates that are doing this I think they should still do a, a minimum threshold as far as uh, followers followers and stuff mm, I think Mixer's at the point of either building a revenue stream from this even more than they are from the current Ember and sub programs or recovering maybe some loss to build up a budget. I really don't know how that those those books operate on their end, but it's got to be one of those two routes. Like it, it's nothing. It can't be really too much of anything else. Can it? I don't know. Mixer, Mixer needs to do some growing as far as diversifying themselves and make it so that it's not considered an Xbox centric platform. Yeah, but they, you're appealing. They need, they need to bring in some PC streamers and some PlayStation streamers that are that are going to bring more people Mix of those platforms to the uh, to the Mixer platform itself. Well, do you have a, a Mixer route to stream on a PlayStation console? Nope, not you, much. You're doing it through a PC. Well, do you open up that route and you start bringing in these other folks? Or should they just keep working on the platform? Because you could even argue the platform's not ready to hold that kind of audience. I mean, look what happened when we had E3. Like, everyone's views blew up. But they had that influx of audience and just everything else went to garbage. But E3's uh, icon on the, on the viewership was flying high. So it's just, I, I don't know how stable their platform is to have that kind of influx. Well, and it, with an influx like that on FTL, it's definitely going to put some problems on it. Yeah. Because you think Amazon is growing to do. I mean, when you look at it, Twitch compared to Mixer, Mixer is still a baby in the streaming game. They've got a lot of growing to do and a lot of work to try to catch up with some of the things that Twitch And even in a natural sense, because... To, I wouldn't say that what they've done growth-wise has really been in a natural sense with the monetization of Sparks and what that led to. I don't think that was a natural growth pattern. They inflated that growth, and now after that's done, like I, we see a lot of... Yeah, because, I mean, Facebook Gaming overtook them. I mean, Facebook's yeah, got a half a billion people on it. So, I mean, they have a platform that has a pretty heavy source. YouTube, same thing. So everyone's already kind of in a better position. Mixer just has to find a way to get a source. And I don't know how they do that, really. That's conventional. 
don't think they know right now. Well, well, it, it blew my mind after watching that podcast I, I was talking about, um, of the one that I retweeted on Twitter, where the, the guy on that podcast had talked about he's had interactions with the Twitch folks, and the Twitch folks barely know what they're doing. Like, they're just a bunch of young kids, mid-20s, mid-30s, that have been bought out by Amazon, and they're just kind of moving about the fields and they really don't know what's what they're just they don't really know how to overtake youtube's view times they don't really there's not but a, to like their a benefit, clear they set. had that market share from the get-go so they're they're the big dogs and they just kind of hold on to it and yeah but i mean the, he brought up i heard they were bringing up a good topic on bringing up actual like a, a space for vods on twitch where you could have some sort of curated content that you could place on Twitch where you'd start having your own video library to start plugging in this ad money that way as well. And so that you could upload stuff to it mm -hmm. or just yep. your stream. You could treat it like it would be like a YouTube hybrid, if not kind of what YouTube already is, but coming from the streaming end to the standalone. And that would, that would be a good thing. I've seen people on, on Reddit talking about a way to upload stuff to their mixer or Twitch. And you know, yeah, there isn't a way to do that. So that would definitely be, an avenue for them to explore but then they start getting into the competition of their competing standalone content yep but i mean people and get mad it, at youtube every other week content they're gonna have to monitor that as far as what's being put up there and that they they gotta run their ads differently too yeah yeah and then that gets tricky you, you have to have to, there's gotta be a lot of logistics back behind you on that whenever you're starting down that but they've path. got the, the the backing of amazon so it's not like they don't have the uh, do. the clout and, and everything and the manpower to do it yeah, you would hope. You'd you would hope. think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know where the streaming platforms really start producing from here at this point. I mean, going back on what we were saying with the whole Facebook thing. I mean, these companies are so big. Financial issues don't matter. I mean, I mean, yeah, perfect example. You had the Facebook gets fined $5 billion for the whole privacy matter that popped up. With, Which uh, is chump change to them what little it's it did not didn't budge their stock i mean they their stock took a little baby slap but it meant nothing because they know how to sell data and the whole cambridge analytical issue that led to that five billion dollar fine took a slap on the butt it's yeah they cares. made more they made more off the uh the stock going up that day than the entire fine they, they were up by 1.1 percent by the end of trading and it added more than six billion to its market cap. Cap, yep, yep. That that day. So <laughs> yeah. five, okay, five billion dollar fine. Here you go, no problem. But okay, and, and then you think you don't want to overfine a company to the point of exhausting their a revenue or something for them. So at the same time, it's like, well, what how would do you, you? I don't think anyone in Congress knows what to do. Like you're going you to trust some fifty-five-year-old whoever the hell to come what would up you have with to some find Facebook to get rid of their their revenue stream. <laughs> Oh God! That's you'd, have to, you'd have to go assassinate Mark Zuckerberg or something. There's no like logical way to go about really hurting Facebook financially. And it's scary when you think about Facebook in that five billion dollars is chump change to them. That's just you know the the loose change they have in their in their uh, cup in the car for when they buy stuff. Yeah, they got that in cash, easy. All the power that that company has behind it with all that money. It's great. It's, it's crazy. Insane. It's crazy Absolutely. where it's come from, how this was a, a, a dorm project that grew into we own the data and we have the steady trends of roughly 500 million people over the past 
seven, ten years. And that data is only growing as far as AI comes in and then uh, facial recognition of all the photos and everything they have of people. They can do a Facebook's lot. It's a scary company. They could they could do a ton you, you of You sit stuff. down and think about they it. They do rule the world. I mean, social media rules the world, but you think about what Facebook has access to. That's amazing data. Media. Yeah. You can't argue that. I mean, that data that data that they have can... It's, there's so much trend in it. There's so much you could analyze. It's mind-numbing. So I'm kind of excited to go over there and peek in their headquarters. <laughs> Look at Whenever them I right go up to West. Yeah, because PAX West is what coming up in... Month? So that should uh, be pretty... That's a good question. I'm pretty positive it's that last weekend. August 30th to September 2nd. Yeah, so I mean, that'll be pretty... That'll be an interesting little and then TwitchCon's at the end of September. So what made you do TwitchCon over uh, PAX West? What's your beef, dude? Um, I wanted to go to TwitchCon just to see more because it's more streamer-centric. And that's what I want to see. I, I watched it last year's um, and so you're gonna go panels and stuff they had. Dancing at the Fortnite thing or what? No. <laughs> oh. It was so cringe I would go There's just to see all those cringy the weird... or the planet to get me dancing uh, at the I would have to be on like acid, to be fair. <laughs> like no normal substance would get, ever get me to that point. But it was interesting watching the, the panels from TwitchCon last year, so I, I felt. Uh, well, yeah, because you had that psychopath in this this Twitch stuff to go in or into the streaming stuff to to go and listen to you know successful streamers and on Twitch too. Yeah, because that's interesting. I mean, crap on Twitch all you want, being anti capitalistic but like twitch is still like i twitch mean that's king. a it's a great machine what they've done in this past seven eight years everyone's trying to replicate it yeah you're gonna try to say mixer's not gonna rep try to replicate twitch you're insane we're more personable here we're accepting blah 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 we're a tiny well, mixer community. had some unique stuff when it came out with ftl and the mixed play and the co-streams but unfortunately they Amazon haven't done enough to keep having unique yeah, features just, and just now another Twitch bringing those things in DLive's yeah, a whole nother animal I don't think DLive knows where it's going no they, they got PewDiePie on board and like oh my god the most famous person on the internet oh, that, that would that would bring a bunch of people and it brought some but then it, they kind of changed everything with their chests and uh, it kind of yeah. imploded a little bit on them yeah but no yeah the Twitch thing I want to see another one of those incidents where that Twitch streamer said that he is better at life what he, he said something he said something about i'm pretty much is he, like is a he better than, uh does he think that he's better than everyone else and he said yes yes he does like do you think you're yeah yeah how do you view yourself <laughs> in the world uh well i'm i'm god pretty much yeah that was interesting so, i don't think anybody expected that from that panel oh my god no i would <laughs> i, I would have been up there on stage asking that question i'm like that's how you want to answer that that's great awesome let that work its way out in social media my guy have fun tomorrow but like they always say with your with your streams and everything is you do you you be be your mm -hmm. person don't uh, don't try don't to make him. yourself to be out somebody else unless you're doing a whole character thing but yeah if you're gonna do the doctor disrespect route at least walk into a bathroom and film and get booted for two weeks don't just say that you're better than <laughs> everyone else <laughs> prove to us that you're insane um no know. but yeah i chose west mostly because microsoft's right down the street so it'd be fun to visit that facility uh, there's a Google headquarters up there. 
I have a friend that's up there, so I'd be pumped to go out there and visit that facility and kind of tour around. It's just such a software city that it's just uh, it's oh, yeah, hard not awesome to, go. to go see Microsoft. I just want to go around and just campus. paper airplane everyone my resumes to death all around. <laughs> Please take me at some point in my life. Ah. I would have loved to go to PAX West. Maybe had I won $3 million at a Fortnite competition, I would have the money to, to go to both. But, uh, you know, I, I suck at Fortnite. True. So. But well, also going into the, with kind of what we do here on the Great Venture with the footage, I'm going to get some pretty sweet drone footage. The, the mountains and the, the lakes that are pretty close by around, like the Redmond area, got the ocean right there. I mean, I wish I was out there an extra three, four days. I, I could have... So I'll be doing drone footage while I'm there. I'm gonna test out the uh, Aturo car rental service. I went through this car service that I found online. I have a, I had an old professor, a software engineer professor that has a couple cars out here in San Antonio that he rents out through this Turo thing. I had no idea what he meant when he said it. And then I went ahead and looked it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Airbnb for cars. So hmm. that's kind of sweet. So I went in and looked at what was in Seattle since Seattle has a pretty high median income to see what kind of crazy cars were out there. And I ended up on a pretty sweet deal on a car that I will be doing a What'd review on. What'd you get? You'll have to see in the video. Ah. But yeah, so I got- So these are other people's cars that they're renting They just out? put out there. Yeah, it's pretty- oh, so weird. Dustin and I had a heated debate for like 10 minutes about it. And we were going after how does the insurance play with it? How do yeah. the the third party of, the, how does the consumer interact with the owner? There's so many different moving parts. So you rent your car out to some couple that's out Random on some person. little weekend and they they have sex in your car now. Now you get that back? I mean. Well, then you could char you could always write that up on Toro's back end of car smelled like sex, had to clean it out, <laughs> uh, $500. So I, I think there's that's, some of that just weird. back end precautionary solutions that Turo probably will offer. But I don't plan on I doing anything wild that. in that car. So um, yeah, I'm kind of excited renting out a car, seeing what that's going to be like for five, six days. Because it's a you couldn't get this deal on this kind of car through like something like Hertz. So, so you're not getting a Prius? No, no Prius. It's not a gas running car. We'll say that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to go to West. Just trying out Turo, drone footage all over the place between all the different elevation changes and everything. And then it's Seattle. Maybe some IRL streams like, from there. It's like my Mecca. Huh? I don't know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> I saw a bunch of IRL streams at PAX South and I wanted to jump out a window. So I don't know if I'll go that route. <laughs> I can't do that again. Well, that would make for some interesting content. Uh... Oh yeah. Dude jumps out of a window, puts it on IRL stream, wild. All these subs he picked up, but he's dead. The great thing about YouTube. I could have 10,000 subscribers tomorrow watching a dead man's video. That's amazing. They don't have that uh, watch people die subreddit anymore. That got taken away. Oh, thank God. That's disgusting. I can't handle that. Yeah, it's crazy. Cringe. Um, and then after West, we have uh, Dust and I will be doing a Vegas trip with a cousin. My dad's cousin and my dad will be going up to Vegas to SEMA. Uh, my dad's cousin will be doing a, uh, he has a build that he got from a guy that he'll be having displayed at a couple booths around SEMA. So we'll be able to take the channel to SEMA, have it set up at three different booths, have it being advertised with giveaways and such, and people looking at our content. So that's super exciting for just 
the YouTube side of things, not counting the mecca of cars that will be there at the same time. Plus you're in uh, Vegas. Plus it's Vegas. Good times. You can do anything there. Anything. When is wow. SEMA? SEMA is last weekend of October. It's that week of last... That, it, yeah, there you go. Are you sure, Dustin? Research that. You're on it? Yeah, so that will be exciting. We'll have uh, Lance will go out, give us a lot of footage of him picking up the car from the, the uh, manufacturer. Uh, he'll then go about with uh, putting a lot of heat protection, uh, a lot of sound deadening materials, and some other products that he'll be testing out along on a road trip. Uh, I think some lithium solar powered batteries will be involved. And he will be having a whole bunch of content over like, we're hoping to get 10 or 12 videos out of it, where it's gonna be kind of a setup of me talking about what we did last channel or last video, moving into this video, and here's Lance, and then let Lance jump into it, and then I'll kind of cap off what we've gotten to, and then just leave us an uh, opening for the next video. So I'm hoping to get 12, 15 videos out of that. Just that entire, it's gonna be a car trip from like Omaha, Nebraska to Portland. And he'll be equipping his car along the way and doing all these little gizmos hmm. and gadgets with it. And then he'll be out in Vegas. Thank you. Fact check. SEMA would be pretty cool. SEMA is... Crazy, crazy cars. Crazy cars. There's all those crazy car models that just hang out there. And they're all getting paid by all these goofy uh, marketing groups that are like, Yeah, chicks in cars. Woo! <laughs> so, Gotta they'll be... Luke, babes. Yeah, so they'll have all that over-the-top dumb stuff on top of cars. I'm, I'm excited with the networking on the auto level, I think. Just, we haven't had space to really operate like that yet as A, a channel and A, a B, a group. So I think it'll be really fun. Uh, I don't know, Dustin, have you done anything like close to kind of like a SEMA type event? I mean, I know you've gone to car shows and stuff, but. Yeah, we've been all, all out in Texas Speedway or something once in a while. Looked at cars. Yeah. I'm excited. Extremely. Ecstatic. I expect, what are you, a car guy at all or no? You hate cars? Nah. Racist? I, I, I drive a car. I know really nothing much about them other than they give me from here to there. That's about it. simple lifestyle. There's some... You know, I, I drive a 2006 Titan, so I don't get new cars all that often. And as long as it works, then I'm happy. Nissan, strong man. Been a good truck. Been happy strong with man. It. It's hard to get a Nissan utility vehicle or a truck. Take some huevos. <laughs> I feel that's an underhanded uh, little dig at me there, but I'm uh, not. Hey, I mean, I didn't say you drove a Chevy or anything. As long as you have like AT&T Verizon, it should be perfect. Hey, it hasn't, uh, I've only had to do one, kind of one, it's not really major, I had to replace a radiator. Other than that, it's been perfect since 2006, so can't complain. Lovely. So, yeah, after that, we would kind of go into, and that kind of pushes us into the end of the year. I don't really, can't think of what we have. I know we have PAX South 
last week of January, but I know Dustin's after our experience with how kind of flat line that was. Uh, so you think that the south will be or west will be different than how it was itself? I think it's going to end up being something. I, 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 just, I don't see San Antonio really driving the market uh, to bring in anything. I mean, Amazon or Amazon. Twitch really needs to come down this time to pack south. I mean, it's cool having Mixer's booth out there, but please, for the love of God, we need some warm bodies that have been along and around the game a little bit. The biggest company out there at PAX South to me was Western Digital and Microsoft's Mixer. But uh, it, it, eBay. was eBay out there? That's what TwitchCon, you know, Twitch has their own convention. I know, Twitch is so. That's why TwitchCon is cool, just because it's a company that's big enough to hold an expo where you don't need all this. We need a bunch of vendors to come out. Please, for the love of God, help us. Fill these seats. Please. So, that's always good. We have Gandalf show coming on next week. That's going to be kind of fun. The famous Gandalf, Gandalf show. show. The Gandalf show from Mixer. We get He'll to be hear coming from on. the man behind the, the Gandalf show. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, we, we, we chatted about popping on just because that date's going to line up with another event that will be taking place on that platform. So it's just kind of, a, it'll be a whole very fun, interesting day of things changing around. We'll finally have our 24-7 podcast channel launching that day on Mixer. So another... hear his uh, thoughts on the 24-7 the channel. I am... We, yeah, we've had some back-end conversation, but hearing some actual dialogue from him would be really fun just because our channels, not really ours, but like his channels has really, you know, jumped from that kind of farming situation that was going on. So, like, what does the man have to say about possible impact on his channel? Yeah, where does it go from here now with the, the changes that Mixer's brought up? What do any of the channels do at 24-7? Scary stuff. So what are you planning on rolling out over the next couple of days, weeks, years? What's your game plan? Don't you have a, a house reshading thing? Reshading. That's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. That's, Words? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, so it's uh, log hole maintenance, sanding, and completely restaining to uh, basically... Uh, revitalize an old log home that wasn't maintained properly and actually surprisingly enough we had a rattlesnake on our porch just the other day and had to call a company to come out and remove that so i'm gonna throw a little video together to show you guys how companies will come and actually take rattlesnakes off your property you didn't want to just shoot it uh, dead show your kids this I, is how you eat snakes I, I was going to <sighs> i was going to shoot it but it ended up getting behind a planter in this corner of the wall and i couldn't get a good shot on You're letting it, so. some clay hold you up from shooting a snake Actually, I was not wanting to shoot my house, so that, that's kind of what how it went. Sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and shoot your house, so to speak. No pun intended. Yeah. Nope. Okay, so that's coming up. Hmm. When do you plan on putting that thing out? General time frame. Uh, it's coming. We'll just leave it at that. It's coming. Okay, perfect. Sounds good to me. Well, that wraps up today. I mean, it was fun. I'm glad we could get you on. Now that we've kind of got all the faces all kind of lined up of who could be here who might be here i mean we're obviously some some point gonna have guests on and 
the podcasting's kind of in a merry-go-round phase. I mean, I'm generally the, the main pusher of that, but I mean, as long as I can get someone from somewhere to kind of chat back and forth with me, it works. So thank Your you. Your alter for... ego could fill in if, you know, one of us is available. <laughs> it would be funny running a two-camera situation that's <laughs> that reflected. That would be pretty good. But, oh God, I could probably last for like five minutes before I'm just like, yeah, I can't <laughs> do this act thing anymore. But um, no, yeah, thanks for taking some time out to do this. Absolutely. Some uh, interesting, interesting topics. Yup. Well, peace out, Girl Scout.